0: Every weekday. That's iWorkForHim.com. work for I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is
1: the I work for him podcast. Hey, welcome to I work for him as Martha and I today we broadcast from
2: we are in Nashville, Tennessee, the at-
1: music city. It is for oh. sure. You know, however you're listening to the show today, Martha and I want to invite you to check us out online, iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. We'd love to have you join the I Work For Him nation. That is probably the most powerful thing that we promote mm-hmm. each and every day. Join the I Work For Nation. Commit to praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires you to do. Look for ways to befriend people outside of the workplace because that's where real relationships happen. But all along, be a person of excellence in everything you do because every Christ follower should be the number one employee in their position in any organization. And as well, while you're doing that, look for ways to pray with people during the day. When you notice they're having a rough day, Never, ever have I had somebody say, when, when, I, when they've shared something with me that was emotional, I've asked them, can I pray with you about that right now? Never have anybody say mm-hmm. no. Martha, how can people connect with us on the phone?
2: On the phone, they can call our I Work For Him listener line. That's 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. And there they have up to a minute to leave us a comment, connect us with somebody, um, ask any questions they may have. If they um, want a call back or a text or an email, leave me whatever way I can connect with you and I would love to reach back out.
1: Hey, it's also really important to note that, the, that today's show was made possible through a synergistic partnership with C12 Music City. Dewey Green, he's here with us today, and you're going to get to hear from his heart today. Find C12 online at c12musiccity.com or c12group.com. We also want to thank Lipscomb University College of Business and Rob Touchstone for hosting us on campus for a couple of days as we broadcast from Nashville, Tennessee. Find Lipscomb, Lipscomb online at lip. Scum like lipscomb.edu dot edu forward slash business. Not scum, lipscome. Li- yeah. They'll find it. Okay. dot edu forward slash business. All right. The collective, scary sounding, isn't it? And it should be <laughs> when you consider the Borg wanted to assimilate all of humanity. When those of us who are Star Trek fans hear the collective, we think of when Captain Picard was turned into a Borg and it looked hopeless. But what if the collective you were talking about was a culture that enabled your company to succeed and to take advantage of all the human assets that are part of that team? Today, we're going to hear from Brad Stinson. Brad's the CEO of the Collective Global, but he doesn't drive a Borg ship. They promise they can build a better team and culture, that their simple path enhances performance, improves satisfaction, and increases profits. Brad Stinson and Dewey Green from C12, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Do we, it's not tv so you have to actually say something right thank again. you <laughs> uh, all right i just want to make sure you want to hear that or, good southern that's right role. we do we want to hear that southern well because we're in nashville and we have to hear it that's all right. right so we always start off every show brad with this question and do you'll get your chance as well how did you come brad stinson to be a christ follower
0: Wow. Great question. Uh, I would actually say that for me, uh, it's, it's been, it, it's a constant journey, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to that. I was baptized when I was at a, the good old church camp, you know, when I was 13, 14 years old. And actually, uh, last year I got, uh, I did get baptized, uh, again, with just this new walk of where the collective global is going and what we've been doing and my walk with, uh, with Dewey just to kind of rededicate my commitment, you know, to him over the last, uh, two and a half years of built the collective because it's a completely faith in God journey. This has nothing to do with me. And, and as we, I would assume, get into my story, you'll see, you know how God opens doors. Well, he shut them on me for a year to get my attention. And then he got my attention. Wow. And, uh, from that point forward, uh, he, he really made me to put him first. And, we all struggle with that and try to do that, but uh, over the last, I would say, a couple of years, it's been where it's, you know, I grew up in a, I went to Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy. I went to Bible study. I went to a school there. I went to a college that, I went to the, uh, the Bible, uh, Bible, Bible studies, I guess you'd sure. say. Mm-hmm. So God was protecting me along the way, but I would say where I've really kind of turned it all over to Him was probably in the last two and a half years for my business side of it, and then just my family were great and stuff, so it's been a... It's been a journey, but I would say the last two and a half years has been where it's really got exciting. So it's so that
1: all-in moment was two and a half years ago when you mm-hmm. finally turned over the remaining part of your life, which was your business life.
0: Yes. And,
1: and and you mentioned Dewey Green right to your side. Dewey Green with C12 Music City. Dewey, thanks for helping arrange all this this week. Yes, sir. It's exciting. Talk to me about how did you, Dewey Green, as a C12 chair, how did you come to be a Christ follower?
3: I love your question, Christ follower, because mm-hmm. I grew up in a Southern Baptist church when they asked, when did you become a Christian? hmm and they asked that date. I remember seeing a pastor walk across the stage and the the, 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 the video screen, they, 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 they zoomed in and he said, when did you become a Christ follower? I made decisions that crippled my family. I was a living, breathing Christian in church every Sunday and I made decisions that crippled my family and the living God radically rescued me and he awakened me to the truth of what it meant to follow him and to follow him means you don't have separation you follow him at work you follow him in the church setting you follow him at home you follow him on vacation and through radical rescue by the living God I was awakened to what it meant to follow him how long ago was that 20 years Hmm. I've been married my wife and I'll be married 43 years next month praise God and we are right at the midpoint so God radically rescued us Uh, when I was in my early 40s, really radically rescued me. And what he did, Jim, he radically rescued me. And my heart did not turn in an act of begging forgiveness from my wife. My heart turned to the living God. And she saw things begin to happen to me that she could not believe. She was not drawn to my apology. She was drawn to God making himself known in my life. And I I, I was awakened, this is not about being a Christian this is about being a follower of christ amen
1: amen hey we're in we're in nashville tennessee today we're and it's all the shows this week are being sponsored by c12 music city that was dewey green he's one of the chairs here at c12 music city check him out online c12musiccity.com and he's brought in studio with him brad stinson today brad stinson is from the collective you can check out the collectiveglobal.com the collectiveglobal.com and we're going to hear more from brad just one more question for you dewey so 20 years ago is when God radically changed your life. Mm-hmm. At what point in time did God move you to to be interested in mentoring other Christ-following business people and to become a C12 chair?
3: I was in a men's group uh, in, 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 in Murfreesboro, which is on the south southeast side of Nashville, and there were two guys in the room that had on shirts that had C12 on them. <laughs> I didn't know what C12 was, and quite frankly, at the time, I didn't really care. I was busy. Um, but these two men were part of a C12 group, and they knew troy blackman who actually founded c12 here and they needed they knew that troy needed a new associate to join him so they introduced me to troy um and it was i I couldn't believe it existed
0: Mm -hmm.
3: the 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 the, the thought of getting to blend my walk with god in business was a dream of my life quick quick sidebar i introduced my wife to troy and sent her to have lunch with him, didn't tell her what C-12 was about. When Troy unpacked C-12 with Jeannie, my wife looked at him, and she said, Dewey would do this for free. He would <laughs> I get the, that. He would I do this it. for nothing.
1: What a privilege it is. You wanted Brad Stinson's story to be heard by the iWorkRAM audience and by C-12 members across the country. Why? What because is it about Brad?
3: Brad understands something that most business owners are learning When I met Brad, Brad already had the heart of God embedded in his soul when he walked into the office. And, and, And as I journey with a lot of people in business, I see people being grafted into that. I see people being awakened to that truth, and they are seeking to grow to be there. Brad gets it. Brad's there. Thrilled in my soul. Brad, talk to us about the
1: Collective Global. Just give us, that, give us your 30-second infom- infomercial.
0: Wow, my lips are really struggling today. <laughs> give us, tell us, what, is, what, is, what do you do? I mean, if you start with any company, you got to start with the mission and the vision, right? Sure. So the mission of our company is to restore humanity in the workplace by challenging leaders' hearts and leading them to the path of true transformation. And our vision is to awaken purpose at work and home. So, uh, when we meet with, uh, any team organization leader, uh, we take them on a, on a six month journey and, and, and it's really a journey in out and then towards others. We call it a three phase journey that we take them through. Um, so how we, um, communicate differently is our journey's journey to the heart. There's a lot of head things. There's a lot of process. We talk about the process, the profit. Uh, the performance but our journey is completely about the people because if you get that right you get the rest right um, so um, how we do it is is we we have found that our the way we differentiate a little bit is that we uh, we found an order that we found actually in the book of nehemiah that and we're we gonna put hear
1: in we're gonna hear lots more about that order from brad stinson From The Collective Global, check them out online, thecollectiveglobal.com, thecollectiveglobal.com. Again, the show is sponsored by C12 Music City. Check them out online, c12musiccity.com. You're listening to iWork for him.
2: So I'm excited to hear what you're going to tell us because we love um, the story of Nehemiah. Mm -hmm. And you were saying that you found some order in that biblical story Mm -hmm. that um, you are using as a foundation.
0: Yeah, so... um and when we work with teens, and whenever we see you know any leaders or teams or anybody struggling, you know most most issues and problems fall into about five to seven buckets, right? And they fall into the buckets of relationship and trust, and are we living the mission and vision? You know, uh, communication, commitment. Are we creative in strategy? You know, it really falls into about five to seven buckets. What we find is, is when we work with teams, a lot of people try to fix those problems. They put band-aids on them, and we all go to conferences, or we all go to we bring that consultant in, like me, and we go, we say, how do we fix communication? How do we do that. Well, what I actually found if you go through just not only Nehemiah, but you look at transformational leaders, companies, sports teams, and all that, you find that actually there's an order in which it must be done. And so we actually go and use the order because what everybody's trying to do is get to the state of transformation. Mm. We talk that word of transformational leader, um, and uh, where we want to get you is how how are you raising the bar in your industry? How are you raising the bar in your you know inside your inside your company? And what we really want to do is help you become that influential team that other people are looking to say we got to change our behaviors because what they're doing is something different. But we hear the word influencer this and influencer that all over. Uh, all over social media and stuff. And actually the last step is that step of what you talked about earlier, uh, which is significance, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that uh, significance is the last step of our model, which is actually when you're done and you've reached the top of your mountain, you got to climb down your mountain, help somebody else climb theirs. Mm. And that is really how it permeates the organization.
2: So I love the fact that, um, you know, we can point back to the Bible and say, God gave us a handbook of precious information that can help us not you know, so many people look at it as a personal thing and walking in our life at home and things like that, but it applies to our work. And that's what we talk about. And I work for him every day is cool. a lot of people segment that and they don't say, well, I don't see how this applies in my manufacturing organization or my CPA firm. But yet God, you're saying that there is truth in the Bible that can help them in their
1: organization.
0: Yeah. Day in and day out.
1: That's awesome. So why C twelve? It seems like you already have a pretty good handle on this. Why join the C twelve group?
0: Yeah, I think that you know um, my biggest thing is I was introduced to you know C twelve by a current a current member, and then you know you and I had had lunch. But I think that C twelve. Man, they, they do just such an amazing job of like making sure that there's there's the business side of it, and then there's the the Christ follow the walk side of it, and then helping us understand how to marry the two. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever you're on a journey towards change or transformation or even transcendence, when you know, is that's when when you move on to the next level, is that you need people to hold you accountable, but you also need a space that you can be vulnerable and transparent, and people that can have a conversation, you know, that you need to have. And I think that sometimes, and you'll see. We don't talk about business. We might be talking about personal stuff, and we might be talking about things in our families or with our wives or with our kids or something we're going through. And I think that's just a special place that you can come in, and it's a safe place that you can come to. And I, I'm more attracted. I love the business side of it, and you know, and there's great men, men and women that are in it, but I'm really more attracted to it because of the personal touch and the personal mm-hmm. um, relationships that I'm developing, um, and which is really cool is one of my clients um, is now in our group which is a really cool um, thing that, that, that happened. Um, and uh, you know, that's kind of, as I work through companies, one of my next steps is, is as they're searching for faith and stuff, I do introduce them to C12 because I think it's just that next step in, in, in growing, uh, you know, as, as, as a human. so Fabulous. Or in your faith.
2: You know, you make an, a great point about in our culture, in our society, we don't have, we don't allow ourselves those places for accountability and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so having a place where you know that that can be held at a high level and that you walk in, you don't have to take two hours to break down to that you're already you can get right in deep and you know don't we find jim a lot of people are hungry for that they're hungry to just go deep and be real but they need to know that it's a safe place and that's what c12 provides right
3: the thing the thing that strikes me is people walk in the room and brad said it i've got good business sense yeah i've got good spiritual connectivity through church and small groups But I've never seen a table before where I am shoulder to shoulder with business owners Mm -hmm. who Who are seeking who love Jesus, who love Jesus and want to live and lead and love like Jesus in the workplace. It's fascinating, Jim, to see men and women at the table who speak and address their issues and they've got people shoulder to shoulder who were running businesses. So now Brad gets guidance and Brad gives guidance to others who were on that same path.
1: Dewey Green how fun is it for you to be in a room full of people that truly just they want to love the they want they want to show their love for the Lord in every, in the excellence that they demonstrate in their work and, and C12's materials are fantastic materials but you got a room full of people that are just saying, you know, help me do it better, help me to do and, and surround me with people that can hold me accountable what is, you know, you get to meet a lot of great people. I mean, you got, how many different groups are you leading personally? I'm leading three groups. So is that one key player group and two?
3: I've got three CEO You've got groups. three
1: CEO groups. Oh, wow. So you got a lot of people you're feeding your life into. When you see a, a guy named, like Brad Stinson, who really wants to change the world with his work, but wants to incorporate his faith in it, how do you guide a guy like this who already gets it?
3: Well, you first of all asked me a question, what's it like for me? Yeah. I don't want to answer that question. Fine, and Go ahead. Brad's heard me say this. It's your show. This is the greatest joy I have ever known. So your in wife my, was right. My, entire my, wife, my wife was absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the truth of the matter is my role in that room is to facilitate. Sure. Honestly, it's just to facilitate. You, you think about it, Jim, you've got 12 business owners in that room. My goal is to facilitate and to watch them flourish together. Mm -hmm. It it, it really, I I love my one-on-one time. The the one-on-time that I get to spend with C12 members is a particular joy. But in that boardroom, it is such a powerful setting to see business owners journeying together.
1: Yeah, Brad, let's talk about that one-on-one time. So every month you guys have a meeting where you have to actually give up an entire day of work to go in this meeting, right? How hard was that for you first? Let's just talk about that. Because that's the biggest. That's that's the biggest step of faith for any C
0: twelve guy. The money, one thing, given up from nine to four of a business day. I think you have to come in with a different perspective. Oh, go ahead. It's not what I. It's what I get. It's not what I sacrifice. Oh. Mm-hmm. And oh. I think that's the mentality you have to go in when you're seeking the Lord or seeking devotional time this morning. And I was reading in Solomon this morning, and, and about Solomon this morning, It says, "Don't you know seek wisdom and knowledge, not seek wealth and possessions." So if I'm going to seek wisdom and knowledge, I will. Then, as Dewey says all the time, mar, you know, margin and mission—they have to be balanced. And so, you know, for me, um, well, I go in to get. I don't go in to sacrifice. And when I come oh. out of there, I come out with things that I need to do in my business that actually are more aligned with faith than they are actually more aligned with the marketplace.
1: Hmm. Wow, I love that. Okay, one of the bonus things that C12 does is every month you get one-on-one time with your group leader. Yes. So it's like an hour and a half or two hours. How valuable is that to part of your journey as a CEO of The Collective Global?
0: I mean, I've been blessed because I've got Dewey and Dwayne because we started the new group here, but then I've now been, you know, we've transitioned over to Dwayne. So I've gotten two different types, which has been amazing, you know, because they both bring their experience, you know, each way. But a lot of times, like we we sometimes get into, you know, the, the business stuff. But I would say for me, because even though, and I appreciate that I've further along in my boldness, I guess you would say about faith is that I spend a lot of time on business with these guys because mm. I need business sense, you know, and, and on the business side of stuff. So we'll focus on that and we'll focus on the needs or financial model or with investors and stuff like that. But the cool thing is it's not just the one-on-one time, like, I called him like 5:30 on two days ago, you know, and he picked up the phone and we chatted about something I needed to. So it's 5:30 in the morning or the afternoon. Well, we can talk at 5:30 because both of us are up. <laughs> but it's a five. That was 5:30 in the PM. But okay. we, we're early risers, <laughs> both of us. But uh, but yeah, I would think it's just that one-on-one time special. But I was it's it's the call if I text or call or whatever they get back, mm-hmm. and that's that's super valuable for two men that are you know I, I was told a long time ago have somebody that's 10, 20, 30 years in front of you. Who's your 10, 20, 30 year guys? And these are my 10, 20, 30 year guys that are ahead of me that have already made the mistakes. We won't say which one though. No, no, no. 10, 20, or 30, right? I'm I'm the guy that's way out there.
2: (laughs) But you know what? That's really lacking in so many people's lives. We don't have mentors. Um, We've got this mentality of I I have to do this on my own and I have to make it myself rather than seeking wisdom from people that have already been there. And that's great that somebody spoke that into you and hopefully Mm -hmm. our listeners will hear that same message and say, okay, this is something I need to look
0: into and as a 37 year old i have a 27 year old and a 17 year old so i'm it's not just up it's fabulous back, it's backwards too yeah. so that's fabulous. where you need to go so you as you grow you need to be seeding into those type of people. so as
1: part of the collective global i'd like to commission you to, we have to we have to do that within the church worldwide we need that we everybody needs to have well it's everybody needs to have a paul everybody needs to have a barnabas and everybody needs to have a timothy So, And and if we can get that done, the church would transform this country. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to just commission you at the Collective Global to help (laughs) us get that done. And then we're going to talk about your church when we come back, as you've told me about some incredible things. Listen, we're in Nashville, Tennessee today, courtesy of Lipscomb University and C12 Music City. I can't wait for you to hear more from Brad Stinson and Dewey Green. Make sure you check out Brad online, thecollectiveglobal.com. And Check out Dewey Green online. He's got a great picture, c12musiccity.com. Dewey, you have been a C12 leader now for how
3: many years? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. Has it changed your life? Um, It has allowed me to live there. I, it, it, despite my deep spiritual walk, I still had natural separation in in my time. Now I get to walk with business owners, men and women, women day uh, every, every every day. And get to live it with them. So it's discipleship. You get to do discipleship all day long. Can you believe I get to do this? Can you believe that there is a business opportunity that lets me? Jim, I was 58 years old. I wanted to land the plane, and I wanted to get off. Now I'm praying for 10 more years of health.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, so here's my question. You said when your wife first heard about this from Troy Blackman that she (laughs) said— Dewey would do
3: this for free. Yes. So are you doing it for free? I am not. Well, I would, but 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 whenever Keep in my mind, wife, Mike Cheryl, will be no, listening to this. No. Podcast. Whenever my wife said to Troy, he would do this for free. She then said, but I wouldn't let him. Okay. So good. All right, we we missed that part. Of Clarify, that. right? All right. Why don't you introduce the guest that you brought into us? We have a
1: lot of people that join us at the bottom of the half hour, so we're we're coming up. We got a lot of people tuning in. Why don't you reintroduce our guest
3: today? Uh, I was introduced to Brad Stinson with the Global Collective. Um, I guess with the collective
1: global, whichever one,
3: yes, yeah. with the collective global a year, I guess a year and a half ago. Um, yep, um, and as a man, a young man, a young man with a young family who, um, absolutely love Jesus, and uh, it's a thrill to walk with Brad.
1: Brad Stinson, welcome back to iWork for Him, thecollectiveglobal.com. If somebody's looking it up, they're going, well, of course, all the Star Trek fans are going, to Collective.
0: Oh, wow. Cool. I mean, <laughs> this is intriguing. I mean, yeah. tell me,
1: did you get the name? Is it because of something you learned on Star Trek or not?
0: Unfortunately, I'm going to let you down and say I was not. Oh, man. I, I am I
1: am significantly disappointed I'm because sorry.
0: I learned a lot about God from the He Scar made up Tres. his
2: own story in his head <laughs> about how this totally. all came to be. Yes. So, t- well, so tell us where the name really did come from.
0: I mean, it's just the name, right? It's a group of group of people with a common vision walking in the same direction.
1: Well, it sounds like the church.
0: Yeah. So well, it's it supposed to be the church. Very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was it. You know, I'm, I'm one of the things that I've said is that I'm not the expert in what we're teaching. I'm the expert in putting the right people in place in order to deliver that message.
1: But that's what a great CEO does. A great CEO surrounds himself with people way smarter than them so they can accomplish what God has laid on your heart as a vision. Correct. So what is that vision for the collective global? I mean, mean, what kind of world are you going to transform? When we're done, what's it going to look like?
0: Yes, our vision at the collective is to awaken purpose at work and home. So if I really, you know, and I can go towards that every day, it's actually reaching into the marketplace and reaching to the dinner table. True change can come at the dinner table because they got to be happy when they go home, not just when they're at work.
2: And I wanted to kind of address that because you said that in the first segment about the home. Mm-hmm. And um, we miss a lot of things in the home that yeah. that God wants to do. So what does that look like? What is what is, what are you feeding into people uh, for the table?
0: So, so the here's one. Table, yeah. yeah. So here's one of the things. So one of the things we do in our engagements, we do a thing called a personal survey. So we survey the spouse on what they think about the business. And so when you're working about the with
1: the CEO and his business, you talk to the spouse of the CEO?
0: We send them a survey okay. to them and say, you know, we said it's a quick eight question survey. So we work with the CIO and their nine direct reports, right? Okay. And getting ready to work with the CEO and his nine direct. We will send a survey home to ask them what they think. Are they happy at work? Do they have friends at work? Do they like their job? Are they, when they go to vacation, are they, are they disconnect? Are they disconnected from you? Are they distracted when they come home? So like these things, so they can make change not only in the boardroom, but when they go home, at the dinner table
1: so is that like part of a 360 review for the CEO mm-hmm. or the ceo or the ceo mm-hmm. so part of the 360 review you actually include the spouse 100 i love that mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. have never heard that ever on no. an i work for him show no. and we talked about 360 reviews many times because it is a valuable tool but very few people although on i work for him we talk about spouses all the time very few people recognize the impact of a ceo or cio coo on their home life mm-hmm. so talk about that you, Brad Stinson, CEO of the Collective Global. Find him online: collective thecollectiveglobal.com. How do you protect your marriage? You said two and a half years ago, God had brought you to the end of your rope, trying to get your attention, and uh, you know reworked your life. How have you protected your marriage as a CEO of the Collective Global?
0: Yeah, it's been, it, it's been tough because, I mean, it's you're starting a new business, right? So I'm a two and a half years old, so that's the whole entrepreneur, grinding, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I really, before I even went into that, I had good boundaries. So I set boundaries, you know, that I really want. And sometimes they got blurred just because of the starting of the business. But what's really cool is that before we do this thing called CBP at at C12, which is the core business presentation. Yesterday, a group of guys came to my office to interview my people, and this came up. How's the work-life balance here in the office? Like, what's that look like? What's your and, wheel look like? Should yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so all of them, and they commented on, there. we don't have a problem with work-life balance in this office. He does care about our family. He does care about what's going on. He does, he know. I know, we hang out with their families. We mm-hmm. do things together. We include them. We make sure that if they need to get home to them. That's first priority for me because if the family's good and the family's fine, the family has a good um, experience with, with, with what's going on at work, mm-hmm. they're going to cheer them on when they have to stay late a couple of times or they have to do that. And I don't want them to. I mean, if I said utopia, my utopia for my businesses work four days a week. We're off on Fridays and we work through, through Thanksgiving and we're off in December. That's where I'm going towards.
1: Well, in December, you can't ever get anything accomplished in yeah. December anyway. But mm-hmm. you didn't answer my question yet, Brad Stinson, so I just want to make sure I don't redirect you. What's <laughs> your, wife's first, what's your wife's first name? Jennifer. Jennifer. So if we called Jennifer and said, Jennifer, <laughs> how send is Brad- Send her the Brad, survey spouse. We sent her for the, the survey. For uh, this we're going to survey. In fact, maybe we should get her on the line. <laughs> Jennifer, <her> how <laughs> is Brad doing- Protecting your his marriage because you're. I mean, when you're God given priorities, your relationship with your heavenly Father, then your relationship with your spouse, then your relationship with your children. Do you have any children? Three boys. Three boys. Okay. Then your work. Okay. Then your ministry stuff. Yeah. What's Jennifer going to say on how you're protecting your marriage?
0: Yeah. So put my I put my phone away when I get home, um, which is really a plague in this society that we yeah. live in today. Uh, we have date night. We take time for each other every single. You know, we go on vacations just her and I. Um, and then I take very, you know, I, I actually have this thing called breakfast with the boys mm-hmm. and I go to breakfast with my, with, with my kids once a week. So, um, I'll take one of them. So throughout the month I've gone with one of them and have that right. one-on-one time with them. And then I coach their soccer. Like I, I, I'm, with them. Like I'm on the weekends. We travel, you know, they're in travel soccer here in Nashville. So, um, I'm just intentional when I get home and make sure that I'm shutting it off.
2: Do you believe that by doing that you actually work better? Oh, yeah. Talk about that for a minute for our listeners because a lot of people have Mm -hmm. a really hard time thinking Mm -hmm. that, you know, focusing and not allowing the work to interrupt that.
0: So I heard a sermon one time that 85% of our lives are planned before we wake up. It's the 15% that we get to choose that actually drives that 85. And if you get it backwards, and I also heard uh, if you get it backwards, you're going to get in trouble. And I say that you can do, and I heard this from Craig Featherstone from Lifeway Clow and it was amazing when he said, he goes, you, you have to work 50 hours in this climate that we live in. But if you work 60, you'll lose your family. It's the balance between 50 and 60 that you can actually live in to be mm. able to make that. So that's that 85, 15%. People think that they have to work 85 to help the 15. It's the 15 that you get within that should drive how you work on the 85. It's mm. backwards.
2: That's powerful. And I want to just speak for a moment to the fact that just your simple concept of breakfast with the boys, Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of parents are missing that opportunity that that hour or whatever you spend doing breakfast now with three boys, that might take longer or quick. They may finish eating in five minutes. I don't know. But... um, that is so impactful because we have a society where a lot of people don't have, especially their father, mm-hmm. um, spending time with them, showing them love and care and creating a relationship where they can someday, um, have conversations with you that, that a lot of fathers long for.
0: And I know we're t- I want to say two things okay. it, real quick is that at the end of the day, every night I tuck them in. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Cause I'm gone in the morning. Most of the, we sit down and we say, and I ask them one question, how did God show up today? And I share first, and then they share. And then the other thing that we do is we have four values in our home, and it's called Roar. Roar like a lion. Relationship with God, family, friends. Ownership, own it whether it's good or bad. Ambition, which is success, excellence, going to, and then respect. So roar like a lion. And that's what we want them to do. And so we talk constantly, about constantly anything that they do. We constantly refer to that.
1: All right, you said table at home. You guys have dinner every night together.
0: Mm, no we we can't have it every night because our boys play soccer and it's all crazy we don't do it every night
2: mm. but you do you do we do do what like does when, that look like
0: yeah, we when we have dinner, yeah, mm-hmm. we we sit at the table when, when we're all together. It's just mm-hmm. the three boys and everywhere. So it's, that's Soccer. that's the tough. Yeah. See, I don't know. <laughs> I guess this,
1: we won't go into that soapbox. I'll step off the potential soapbox <laughs> of sports and children. Yeah. Dewey Green with C12 Music City. One of the things I know about C12 is that you guys don't just talk about the workplace. You don't just talk about some uh, the, uh, the business leaders or owners. Um, personal walk with the lord you talk about family life you talk about marriage mm-hmm. how is what, what brad is describing here how much of that would a, an average a new c12 member get from c12
3: well i was i was sitting here listening to brad talk and i was thinking two things jim one is and and, and i know brad's heart and what, what brad has just said is true in that one-on-one setting it's where i or dwayne alone in the safest place say brad how are you really here? Mm-hmm. So there is the safest place. And I, I'm, I'm going to lunge to one other thing. Brad mentioned the core business presentation. We had a C12 member, a, a longstanding C12 member, explosively strong business, exploding business. His wife attended the core business presentation, which probably half of our spouses do attend now. At the end of his core business presentation, he turned to his wife and said, "You know, would you like to share she picked up her napkin, she wiped her eyes, and she said, The numbers are unbelievable, but they're not worth it because I'm losing you. Wow. Paralyzed the table. Every man and then every man and woman at that table is blurry eyed. And I know I'm not answering your question, Jim, but I've been holding this since since Brad mentioned the core business presentation. It's just such a powerful scenario where you graft truth into the room, both in a one-on-one setting and in a core business presentation, and that event in that core business presentation did not turn out unfavorably. It turned out where that husband and wife acknowledged the opportunity they had, but how they had to graft their family into that so they could succeed at work and at home.
1: Mm. I I love that. that. That's fantastic. Brad, question: When you were talking to the boys last night, and you're asked, "You, know, what, what, how did you see God move today?" What, what, you know, what what was your statement yesterday? How did you see God work yesterday?
0: I told them um, just about something in the business, which we got something come through, and I said that I've been praying along this, and and one thing that I taught you boys is that it's God's timing. I started talking to this guy last August, and now I finally met with the CEO, and he said yes yesterday, but say it's not that God's going to respond immediately. It's just you being faithful in his timing and not yours, and I said, you know what? You might want this or that. But they said you know what this is this was a good teaching moment to say it's on God's timing and not mm-hmm.
1: ours very rarely does God do it immediately cuz that doesn't teach us anything all right you're listening <laughs> to I work with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg as we broadcast from Nashville Tennessee they call it the Music City i don't know if you know why they do a lot of music here <laughs> I, I just want to make sure really you knew that
2: good, Jim. that's
1: right but you know what it's we're being hosted today by C12 Music City check them out online c12group.com If you're anywhere in the country, that's the greatest place to go, and then they can direct you to where there's a C12 group near you. But right here in the Nashville area, c12musiccity.com. And we are being hosted by Lipscomb University and their Center for Business as Mission. Uh, Rob Touchstone is, is hosting us here today, and uh, it just—we're so grateful. Just want to make sure you check them out if you're looking for a great Christ-centered business program. Lipscomb University here in Nashville, Tennessee, is the place for you. I just—and it I'm,
2: happens to be a beautiful campus. Yeah, it's as fantastic well. oh my campus. Goodness.
1: Of which they're also building a new building. All right, our guest today, courtesy of Dewey Green from C12 Music City, is Brad Stinson. Brad, I want to ask you this question you mentioned off the air how much you love your church and how much your church gets i work for him what is your church doing to equip every christ follower no matter what their workplace is to understand i work for him
0: yeah so uh one of the things that we've been on this journey is called Church of the city is uh is uh is my church and one of the things that they've developed uh is a is a program that is actually called the empower domain There's a lot of things in that, and it's to actually to empower women leaders um marketplace business leaders, and then obviously the um creative entrepreneurial type for the city that we live in in this nice music city mm-hmm. um and 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 where it came from is is that you know i I've served in the babies, and I've served in the kids, and I've shook hands, and I've done Instagram and stuff like that for the church, but my heart beats for leaders because sure. they have such a major responsibility. And, and, uh, the guy that's helped lead and his name's Rob Murray. He, he said something one time that I'll never forget is that we play for missionaries to go out into the field and to go across the nations and where they want to go. I says, why aren't we praying for the business leaders just to go out into their business? Mm-hmm. And how are we equipping them to have a community that they can come into to understand not only be a marketplace leader, but be a spiritual leader in their business. And then, uh, in this past six months, I went in this thing called transform leader, um, that went very they went extremely deep, right? So I would say that, you know, my business is, I would say, is the paradigm is, is I'm trying to, you know, really get the heart centered back towards, you know, um, considering, know what that is inside your own life the the journey in and c12 i believe very marries that the business and and the mission part but i believe transferring leaders the a lot more because it's more personal that's where it goes and then it's really kind of going that and actually having the opportunity for your church to equip your business leaders because they come in every day and actually be able to go out into the marketplace and help and understand how to use that
1: that's pretty powerful there's there are churches across the country that are doing exactly the same thing but very very few Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the Church of the City. What's the website?
0: city dot com. dot com, and or if org. some or org, I don't know. Well, well, they'll we'll find go, it. Uh, they'll I'm sure find they'll it. find yeah, it. Sorry, the and it's of the got city. a Nashville <laughs> address, probably yeah, right. right. Yeah. Well, but you said mm-hmm.
1: it's not just in Nashville. You got locations across the world.
0: Yeah, so like there, uh, there's five here. There's one in New York City, and then there's there's other ones that are trying to go the other places. So it's fabulous. very interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, I,
1: I can't wait. Some the next time we're through here, I want to do a show at your church and talk to the pastors and and really gather all that stuff together. Because if we could get a hundred thousand churches in the country doing exactly that, our church would uh, our well. Unfortunately, do agree we wouldn't need C12 group. <laughs> <laughs> but that's
2: okay cuz he'd do it for free anyway. So. That's right. No, I'm just you kidding. Can... But we uh, one of our things that we really drive into people is the fact that the women are very untapped as mm. a talent, as a voice, um, for some reason the church has put it in uh, a, a kind of misconstrued perspective. And so hearing that a church is seeing the need to help the women as leaders in whatever that may be. And, you know, you may be leading in a um, ministry with inside the church, and that's fabulous, but you may be leading in your workplace and not feeling that you're compromising anything, not feeling that as a woman, um, I'm giving up something or doing something maybe out of disobedience because some a lot of churches... Will tell you that um, I'm excited to learn more about that. So I'm guessing that there's information there on the website about Empower. Yeah, I think
0: that they're developing it. So fabulous. it's very, very. So infancy, But it's it's, yeah. it's it's exciting. Fabulous. Yeah. Dewey Green
1: with C12 Music City talked to me about this. I mean, you, you you're in this. We're in the heart of the Bible Belt right
3: here mm-hmm. in Nashville.
1: Did you grow up in Tennessee? Or I you- grew
3: up in Macon, Georgia. Spent my time in healthcare uh, around the Southeast and landed here in
1: 1994. So. How many churches are there, like like Church of the City here in the Greater Nashville area, that are actually recognizing that their job is to equip people for the their workplaces?
3: Uh, probably not many, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. It, it it is it is absolutely happening. But you mentioned being in the Bible Belt, and I will tell you that makes it problematic. Hmm. I mean, being in the Bible Belt means it's a cultural issue. Right. Being a Christian in Nashville is painfully cultural. It doesn't separate you. The people that I have met that have come from the Northeast or come from the West Coast, if you're a Christian in the Northeast or the West Coast, you're you're unique because <laughs> you you've been persecuted pers- for your faith. Because then. you've been persecuted, not here. Mm-hmm. And Jim and Martha both, I'll tell you, it makes it more difficult because when you're talking to a business owner like a Brad Stenson, so often they will say to me, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm connected to a church. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a men's group," and so often that which Brad has discovered. So many people in the Bible Belt are living here in separation of business and church. And honestly, Jim, they don't know it. It's tough. So, Brad, when you, well, Martha, you want to ask Brad a question. I'll let you ask your question.
2: Because it kind of ties into what you're just saying. Um, We said earlier in the show, um, Brad, about two and a half years ago, God really changed your heart towards your mission Mm -hmm. of um, integrating your life, your faith, your work. it seems crazy that we're even having this conversation because Jesus should change all of us, mm-hmm. all of our 24-7, all of our 365, but we segregate that. Wow. And then, Dewey, you were saying that Brad gets it more than most, and yet it's only been a kind of a two-and-a-half-year journey. So speak to that in the either one of you as far as um, how do we get help more people to have that same paradigm shift?
3: Well, I want to respond, but I want Brad to speak first
0: okay yeah so i I think that there has to be you know uh, you know a shift in in mind and heart and and, and being able to do I think that you know uh, it, I think that it was the group of people that were around me you know okay. it was that uh, you know I leaned into my church you know I leaned into my mentors I leaned into the people that really saw what I was what I thought to be true and and I think it goes into the whole your plan God's plan and once you start to actually feel him be a part of what you're doing, I can tell you that you don't want to go back to the other. And I think that if you continue to stay faithful and start going, you will see him open doors that, that you, that you can't open yourself. And and then as you, your faith continues to grow, as you see and you, and, and actually my faith, my faith in God gets it's a weird, weird word, but it gets longer. So I'll wait for him longer hmm. and I'll, receive maybe tough times and stuff like that but then when he shows up it's like i knew you were there but it's not my time and church so it's it's this constant battle between my my agenda his you know like it's and and, and it's i think it's this whole thing of experience you have to mm-hmm. experience it and then you have to integrate it and i learned that is it's like a lot of us want to learn something and go do it that's not it it's learning then experiencing it, then integrating it, and then going to do it.
1: Well, often if we've done those first three steps, the going to do it, God just makes it part of who we are so yeah. it comes out naturally. Yep. I mean, because once we've once we've learned to accept the fact that Jesus came to change all of us, because when you read the New Testament, there wasn't anybody who came in, who had an encounter with Jesus who wasn't radically changed. Mm-hmm. Either for the good or for, I mean, the rich young ruler, he just went all in away. Most people went all in like Zacchaeus, like, whoa, oh, everything about me is changing. And once you've really integrated it, that stuff just naturally flows out. Mm -hmm. So Dewey, you wanted to address
3: it as well. Yeah, just very briefly, a visual that I've worked with is we grew up thinking that faith was like an on-off switch. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's a dimmer switch. Our spiritual journey is a dimmer switch. And everybody at the table is in a unique place. They're, un- they're in a unique place in spiritually, in marriage, in family. In their, in, in, and so when you, Brad just comes to the table with, a, with God having already already um, touched his soul about this. And, and but so, so it, it's not an on-off switch. Everybody has a movement of the table, and the table breathes. People give to the C12 table and people receive from the C12 table. So it's not an on-off switch. It's, it's, the spiritual growth is a dimmer switch.
2: So just if that is intriguing as a conversation to people, check out worklife.org, worklife.org. His whole thing is, it's the switch kit. And it's mm. saying, we don't turn God off when we get to work. Correct. Um, We keep him on and let him integrate our lives. It is so, the
1: greatest intro to the whole idea. Yes. Brad Stinson with the Col- Glo- of the Collective Global. Talk to me about, you give 30 seconds or less, why should somebody be- become a member of C12? Wow.
0: Mm. Um, I think that, You know, if you're searching for for something that's deeper, something that actually um, does marriage the whole idea of business um, and and Christ follower, I think that your walk and your journey, you know, towards that, this is going to help you be accountable to it and it's going to help you grow deeper in it. And the community that you get out of it is ridiculous. Is it worth the
1: investment of time and money?
0: It is time's
1: over it's ridiculous yes 100 percent. 100 percent. brad stinson with the collective global thank you so much for being on i work for him today
0: yeah thank you guys for having me mm-hmm.
1: dewey green with c12 music city great one love it Hon- thank you very thank much you. a lot of fun martha another great time right here in nashville tennessee another great interview another just seeing another business owner just living out their faith and work it's so much fun to see
2: yeah glad to give it to our listeners
1: you've been listening to i work for him with your host jim and martha brangenberg we're christ followers our workplace it's our mission field but ultimately i work, I work for him, him.